You're listening to Foresight, a podcast about making work better. I'm your co-host, Mark Edgar, a recovering CHRO who now works as a consultant, facilitator and coach on a mission to make work more human. And I'm Naomi Teitelman, a former big firm consultant and HR executive, now striving to make work better one organization and one leader at a time. Every week, we'll discuss the latest trends that are impacting the new world of work to help you be a better leader for the future. Welcome to Foresight, a podcast about making work better, brought to you by Future Forward. My name is Mark Hedgen. I'm a co-host of this exciting podcast that I'm excited to get going with my good friend, Naomi Teitelman. We will do introductions in a second, but Naomi, welcome. Welcome to this podcast. It's been a long time coming, this idea. Yes, it has. I'm really excited to get going. So we've just been working through some of our technology challenges, and Naomi reminded me that we would make sure we very much have a growth mindset, which I'm sure you'll be familiar with as our listeners as we get into this show. But we are excited to get going, as Naomi just said. And this being our trailer episode is really just designed to give you a sense of what you can expect from Foresight over the coming weeks. And as I say, let's start with introductions. So Naomi, why don't you go first? Tell us a bit about your background or tell our listeners about your background. I also <laughs> know. So. Sure. Hi, listeners. I'm Naomi Teitelman. I spent the first 10 years of my career in big firm consulting, first in risk management, actually, if you can believe that, and then in human capital advisory, then spent the next seven years in corporate HR at American Express, where I was most recently the CHRO for Canada until 2016. So that's my career in a nutshell. Over to you, Mark. Thanks, Naomi. I'm sure there's much more nuance to that that we'll get into, but that's great. And that's kind of where Naomi and I got to meet each other was when I was similarly a CHRO for a Canadian insurance company, RSA, or a British Canadian insurance company, actually, but based in Canada. So I was working there from 2011 to 2019, having spent the formative years of my career in the UK, but now very much living here in Canada and seeing this as home, despite the weather sometimes. Like Naomi, moved out of HR and now focus on working as a consultant and coach and facilitator. But we both very much share a passion for the future of work and what we prefer to call the new world of work, which is is where we met to create Future Forward back in 2016. So Naomi, you always tell that story so well. So why don't you share a little bit more about what Future Forward's all about for our, our listeners. I say listeners because it does assume that we have some listeners. So uh, why <laughs> Hopefully we, we have a listener or two. Somebody Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Yeah. So we started Future Forward, we like to say, off the side of our desks or as a passion project in 2016. We first created a... We really just wanted to bring CHROs together to have a safe space to get to know themselves and each other and their role in this, what we were calling the future of work, and now we call the new world of work. And since then, we've all used the word for the first time and probably not the last. We pivoted several times and we've evolved our, our, our company into where we are today. So now we are a community for future forward CHROs and HR executives and have broadened to all HR professionals through our channel Foresight, our newsletter, our weekly newsletter, which hopefully you are subscribed to. And we do workshops with different organizations around all aspects of the future of work. Most recently, a lot around hybrid working and getting people back to the office in some capacity, which I have no doubt we will spend lots of time talking about that. But we do other things, future of work trends and what we should expect from a people themes perspective. And yeah, we're, we're having a lot of fun really watching the world evolve and helping the world evolve, hopefully, to be a better place where everybody actually enjoys working and feels like they can 
make an impact, not at a loss to organizations, but 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 for the better of organizations. So lots of win-wins out there that I'm sure we'll discuss along the way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's definitely that theme. When I first met Naomi, we, we kind of made this connection around a very similar set of values in terms of our desire to to really ensure that work was was better than it was. And we had the opportunity to influence that a great deal in our CHRO roles, but now we see the opportunity to, in some ways, make an even broader impact through the work we do through Future Forward, which is certainly one of my favorite projects that I get to be involved in. So Naomi mentioned Foresight there. So we do have a weekly newsletter that we've been curating since the start of the pandemic. So we've been working on that for a couple of years and would encourage people to subscribe to that newsletter. In terms of this podcast, we saw an opportunity to really build on the newsletter as a way of connecting with people. And so in the podcast, what you can expect is the opportunity for us to really take some of the latest trends that are impacting the new world of work and give you our opportunity to to really have a discussion around it and to give you our points of view. One of the amazing things about working with Naomi is that she and I don't always agree on everything. So we often get to a great solution through that debate. And we saw an opportunity for you to be part of that process as we share our different perspectives, really with that shared intention of thinking about making the world better, making the world of work better, I should say. So that's certainly what you can get to expect from this Foresight podcast that we're launching. The first episode is going to be on December 8th. So it will be in your podcast feed of choice from December 8th. And we are aiming to do a weekly podcast. So this will hopefully become an important part of your listening routines moving forward. We've also got some great guests lined up as well. So Naomi, you've been on the search for people who are willing to to join us. So excited that we're going to have some guests as well. Yes, I'm really excited. And I, I, won't, I won't spoil anything, but we are very excited about the thought leaders who will be joining us on our podcast in the next year. Yeah, that's going to be great. We've got some yeah. great people lined up already and I'm sure more to follow. And, and if anyone else is interested in joining us on the podcast, then please do feel free to get in touch. We see this as being an opportunity really to reach out to our community. We're both super passionate about the opportunity to create a community and build a community and the opportunity to to see how the podcast can help support people in our community, as well as providing some great information to them as well. So if you're in our community and you want to speak to the audience, then please do get in touch. And then we'll also have episodes where it's Naomi and I having a good old fashioned debate about some of the trends that are going on in the world of work that we think are important. Yeah, that's great. I mean, there's just so much out there. And that was really the reason why we started Foresight in 2020, because we felt there was just so much information out there. And our HR community just really needed a bit of a lens. So, you know, we kind of added our splash of a future forward lens, our foresight in within the newsletter. But that's the purpose of this podcast as well. We just want to bring as many great ideas to our broader community it's really a time for us as HR professionals and leaders to just share as much as we can. We're all flying the plane as we're building it. With so much uncertainty, it can certainly be very daunting and also very exciting. So really important to kind of share best practices, share what's working, what's not. And so if anybody is interested in sharing that with our listeners, we certainly welcome you on our podcast and we'll try to make it as comfortable as humanly possible. Definitely. Definitely. Good stuff. Okay. So we will join you with our first episode on December 8th. Please do pass this on to your friends as you start to include us in your your listening each week. And we look forward to speaking to you all soon. I think it's fair to say, as Naomi said, with so much going on in the world, it's fair to say that everybody needs a bit of foresight right now. And now here are a few clips from our first three episodes. I, I like your point around the 
us and them mentality and, and certainly seeing that I think with some of the clients we're working with together and other things that we see and read as well. But it, I'm interested in your point around the return to office and this sense that it is that the return to office should be treated very differently to almost like a long-term hybrid strategy. We we sometimes use the term new ways of working, don't we, with clients? Yeah. But, but as you, what, what? Tell me a bit more about that. I'm curious just to learn a bit more about what you're thinking there in terms of how you do separate the return to office part of it. Yeah. So, Mark, you and I both were in very, you know, very successful hybrid models before the pandemic, right? So I put myself in my shoes back then, and I say, what's different now versus back then? Back then, it was a lot of the conversation was around real estate footprint. It was about talent. But talent wasn't necessarily the number one thing that we were focused on. We weren't focused on that as an employee value proposition piece. Although as HR professionals, that's certainly what we were most interested in. But the conversation was really being started from a real estate perspective and saying, how can we be more efficient with our real estate by, you know, having a hybrid model and not everybody has to be in the office all the time? What does that do to our real estate footprint? Now it's about it's it really is about a talent play. So I like to take the pandemic out of out of the picture, right? And say, if we didn't have a pandemic and we were just going to a hybrid model and we had all been in the office all along and now we're implementing a hybrid model, how would that work? And really, really interestingly, when I first worked on implementing a hybrid model, the question was, how are we possibly going to get people to stay home? Like, how are we going to get people to not come to the office? And we had to do really creative things like sharing parking passes and, you know, things like that so that people wouldn't show up every day because otherwise we wouldn't have enough space for everybody. But now it's so ironic that it's the exact opposite problem now. So, you know, from a from a return to office perspective, it's really about changing habits, right? Like we've trained ourselves to wake up in the morning do whatever we do, go to our computer and and kind of work that way. And because we've proven to ourselves that we can work that way, now the assumption is we it's not worth it to work the other way. And so, you know, again, like if we can't get people to the office at all and we can't get them to rationalize why it is actually really important to be in contact with people some of the time, then it's impossible to then regulate, you know, a self-organizing hybrid model. In a very quick, you know, nutshell, how would you differentiate human-centered leadership from just regular run-of-the-mill leadership? Yeah, and I think it's a good challenge. I think we've certainly, and we, you know, you and I have come across this, people who are slightly questioning or, or, or raises an eyebrow when they think about how we're, how we actually use that terminology. And let's be honest, there's no shortage of, of leadership models out there. But for me, you know, a, a human centered leadership model is, is really taking a, a people first approach. If you, you focus on the people, make sure that they're looked after, that they feel that they're engaged. That they have the the empowerment to do their work, then that's going to deliver the results. And you know, certainly in sometimes in my experience, I've worked for organisations where it's been flipped, and they've had too much focus on shareholders and not enough focus on their people. So it's obviously a lot more nuanced to that. But yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's how I would think about it: is focus on the people and let them focus on the business. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So thanks for thanks for sharing that. I think very simple, not easy, but very simple. What what do you think organizations should have done in 2022? I really like the way in which you talked about 2020 was about keeping people safe. 2021 was about 
the opportunity to to kind of build new habits around working remotely what 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 in your mind did 2022 allow for what were the opportunities there that perhaps we didn't realize well i mean from a working perspective and new ways of work perspective i think it is about optimizing what is best suited at home and remotely versus what is best suited in the office and together and i don't think we're there yet i think we still use phrases like collaboration is better in person which isn't necessarily the full story so i do think there's an opportunity to again test test some of these these assumptions, test some of these hypotheses, and really get back to setting objectives and setting goals and focusing on results as opposed to where people are. I think we're far too distracted by the rhetoric of where people are. And I think if we just focus on the results and we focus on the objectives and we focus on the purpose, then the rest kind of falls into place. So I was hoping to see more of that in 2022, but I certainly think, you know, employees are are really tired of of talking about it, I think they need to see action and they need to see their later their leaders embracing a new way of working that really focuses on the work and on the results and not on, you know, how many hours I've clocked. Thanks for listening to Foresight. If you enjoyed the episode, we would love to hear from you. Leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Your ratings and reviews also help more people like you find our show so that we can reach more future forward leaders and achieve our mission of making work better. Follow us on Instagram and LinkedIn at Future Forward and sign up for our weekly newsletter, Foresight, on our website, futureforward.com. That's F-U-T-U-R-E-F-O-H-R-W-A-R-D.com where we share even more about the new world of work. Talk to you next week.